Welcome everyone to another episode of Mindset Moments with me, MC. In today's episode, I want to take a few minutes to discuss this idea of feeling calm through change. I know you're probably thinking, is that even possible? Um, Because I think it would be fair to say that most of us don't like change, especially if it directly impacts our daily life. As humans, we're creatures of habit and we love a good routine. So when something crops up, whether it's a change at work or the start or the end of a relationship or going through a big life event, it's only natural that we want to whiz through this period of change, bypass any emotion and get to the next step. But the truth is that our human development means we're here to experience all parts of life. This means we can't always be empowered or winning or on top or feeling great Because we're denying our soul the chance to experience the whole range of human expression from vulnerability, sadness, grief, defeat, joy, excitement. Often we're resisting these emotions or struggling to deal with them because we just want to push through or power on to the next chapter. However, we owe it to ourselves to move through these emotions because... No matter how hard they feel, they will pass. And by experiencing these emotions, we're allowing ourselves to grow and build our inner strength and resilience. Now, facing change can feel very overwhelming, but there are ways to navigate through these situations of uncertainty where we can experience the range of emotions, but also not feel swallowed up by them. And I guess that's the real goal, to not feel overwhelmed by them. I got some pretty epic advice from my academic supervisor during some turbulent personal times. I had experienced a pregnancy loss and I felt I'd taken sufficient time to cry and get over it or however you want to phrase it. Because on the surface I was saying I'm all good and instead of really dealing with my emotions I was wanting to dive into work to distract myself I guess. And funnily enough my study and research wasn't really going to plan. I turned to him for some study advice and he gave me this epic analogy. He said, MC, right now you're trying to cross a river and at the moment you're stomping around in the shallow end trying to find a rock to stand on to steady yourself and you're splashing and falling around. But if you just take a bit of time to pause and wait at the bank of the river, you'll actually see what your next step is. You'll see the rock that makes sense for you to step onto but you're making it so much harder for yourself by rushing and racing around. Instead, just pause. I've come back to this analogy a lot and shared it with quite a few clients because sometimes we're so eager to get just get through the change, whether it's grief, a heartache, a new stage of life, a new job. We just want to get to the next part as quickly as possible, head down, power through. And, you know, if we do it really quickly, maybe we won't have to deal with any of the uncomfortable bits. So at this point, I want you to think about a period of change that you've worked through or maybe it's something you're currently facing. And again, if you have a pen and paper, feel free to journal or if you're walking or in your car, you can just think through this as I go through some of these questions. So how do you feel in moments of change? How do you think and act during these tumultuous times? How would you describe your default mode? The thing is, when we're in periods of change, our default behaviours and habits spring into action. So our mind is busy trying to process and make sense of it all. You know, I didn't need something kind of like to kind of rely on. 
Now, our minds are complicated things, but simply put, we can see it as two parts, our conscious mind and our subconscious mind. Interestingly, we live most of our life from our subconscious mind, and this is where all of our embedded beliefs and values and our automatic habits are stored. And we've inherited most of these ideas and beliefs as children from our parents, our family and our community or whatever the environment was that we grew up in. And if you think about it, it's pretty crazy to think that most of the values you have now about life, relationships, money, love were decided for you simply because of your environment. You just kind of absorbed them. So if we come back to change and how we handle it, it would be fair to say that most of us never consciously created habits for dealing with uncertainty. Like we were never taught how to work through it. We just did what we saw everyone else doing. And that sometimes might not always be the best way. So it could be negative emotional cycles or being quite dramatic or reactional, or maybe we suppress our emotions and maybe lean into unhealthy habits and relationships with food or exercise or alcohol. And the great thing is, though, that we can change these automatic reactions that we've inherited, but we have to do it consciously first and form this new habit. And it might seem a little bit uncomfortable at first, but eventually our new behaviour replaces the old behaviour. So now let's go back to what you wrote down earlier about your default behaviour with change. Can you see any connections with how you currently process change? And maybe with how your family or your parents react and deal with change. Is there some connections that you can see there now that we've kind of had that realisation about the subconscious mind? And my next question to you would be, how would you like to be able to move through change? Now, you might say to me, why is this even important to consider? Well, from my experience in research, how we handle change as humans tells us a lot about how we will experience life. So looking at what our default behaviours are really sets up the rest of our experience because change is unavoidable. It'll filter into everyone's life. So having some tools to fall back on is like, it's like putting on a life jacket when the waves of life feel a bit wild. Our biggest challenge though as humans is letting go of control. Because we often just want to know what happens next so we can prepare for it and maybe outsmart it and kind of nearly have a checklist ready to go. A huge lesson that I've learned many times is that I actually can't control it and I definitely can't control others and how their next move might impact my path. The only thing I can depend on is myself during moments of change. Now, this might sound a bit bleak or selfish or even overly independent. But the thing is, if you're focused on yourself and your well-being, you will show up as a better friend, colleague, partner, family member. Now, when I'm talking about well-being, I like to ask this question. How can I stay centred through change? So I know that whenever I go through periods of challenge, I desperately am craving some security. When things feel out of control, I just get a bit overwhelmed and I feel so much better when I know I've got something to kind of rely on for consistency or stability, something that I can come back to. And that helps me stay centred. And I have three things that I rely on when my world seems a bit topsy-turvy and I call them the three C's. Curiosity of self, calm mind and community. Now, curiosity of self, for me, this is about going inward and paying attention to the stories I'm telling myself. Are my thoughts building me up or breaking me down? 
what stories are going on in my mind? Are they helpful? And is there something kinder I could tell myself? Because we have that potential that when we hear that old story coming into play, that we can just go snap, stop it and, you know, change it up and tell ourselves something different. As for calm mind, when we go through change, our minds are furiously trying to process it and it can make us feel really overwhelmed. Therefore, we have to take these deliberate actions to ground ourselves back down. Now, you don't need to go off on some kind of eat, pray, love adventure to find a calm mind. It can be done very simply, just even sitting outside in the morning for a few minutes and taking some slow, deep breaths in natural daylight can do wonders for your mind. There is also a lot of evidence and research around cold exposure and how this can help the mind. So this could be as simply as turning down your shower to cold for the last 10, 20, 30 seconds just to kind of shock yourself back into your body. Or it could even just be splashing cold water on your face when you're feeling like edgy or a little bit nervy. And these are all just small steps to calm the mind that you can integrate into your daily life. You don't need to be trekking off to like the Himalayas or something to go and find yourself. And finally, community. And when I talk about creating your community or your tribe, I'm referring to the actual people in your life, but also the online people who get your attention. So I'm a big believer in calling back the social media accounts that you follow. And the question I always ask myself is, Firstly, would it matter if they had a major life event and I didn't know about it? So, for example, you'll have good friends and you might want to know things that are happening in their life. But like the random person that you met on a night out five years ago or the celebrities or influencers that are maybe trying to sell you another activewear brand, like, does it impact your life? Probably not. So you could probably, you know, uh, call a few of those. And then the other thing is, the other question I ask myself about The celebrities or influencers that I I follow on social media, does their product or their lifestyle align with my values or do they inspire me? Because I want my social media, when I interact with it, to be a place where I come away feeling good about myself or I feel motivated. And now when it comes to friendships, real life friendships, I'm going to dedicate a whole episode to this because I think that there's so much to unpack with that as adults. But again, it comes down to values. You don't need loads of people, but you do need people that let you sit in the grey. Because when we're in periods of change, it's not black or white. You know, there is a real grey space because when we're at our lowest or overwhelmed, we don't necessarily want solutions straight away. We just want a safe space to share where our mind is at. Just a bit of kindness. So now let's all imagine that we are standing on the bank of the river of change, whatever it is for you, and it might feel terrifying and we've no idea what's going to be at the other side, but we have our tools. We have a calm mind. We have our tribe around us. We're aware of our thoughts and stories that we're feeding ourselves, and we can put on that life jacket and take that next step forward. So if you're in a period of change right now, please know you're not alone. It will pass it will get easier. I'm constantly astounded by what the human mind can work through and still thrive at the other side. You got this. And with that, my friends, until next time, take care.